Protect yourself from identity theft and take complete control of your debit card with Secure Lock Equip from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Visit fabnt.com for details. Member FDIC. Have faith. Have faith in the game plan. Uh, we're going to get through this. And, uh, there's going to be some rough times. But we can't give in to it. Fear makes you give in to it. Have faith. But we all know we from Louisiana. We tough. We're resilient. I, I encourage you to follow the game plan. This is not the time to be selfish. I urge young people to stay home. You don't need to be out on the streets doing all kinds of stuff. This is not the time to do that stuff. I do believe that we have a winning plan. I do believe in the state of Louisiana. Hey, it's going to get tough the next two weeks. We tough. Let's just follow the plan, do the thing that we're supposed to do, and I guarantee you we will win. That is Ed Orgeron, and that applies to all of us because, you know what, we're pretty tough here in Arkansas, too, and I think we're going to be just fine long term. Do the right thing, and let's shorten the window here. We all got to be stuck inside looking out of one. How about that? There's your catchphrase. You can use that if you want to. Okay. I'm looking out the window at uh, the Rock Pizza Oven. Chad and Al, probably some of the kids in the uh, Jones clan are out there helping sling pizzas. So if you want to swing by and see us here, 2400 Cottondale Lane. It's pretty quiet outside. Um, but if you're out and about and you need something to eat for the lunch hour, pop in. It's a low-impact, low-interaction way to grab a good meal. Take that pizza home. Heck, get two or three of them. You can eat on eat on them over the weekend if you uh, if you like. And I will say that their pizza warms up better than most. So there you go. I've never had it. It's quite good. Chris and I, I'll tell you what. We'll get you downstairs for one today if you're interested. Nice. I'm interested. Yeah, pizza's Very on me, buddy. Pizza's on me. It's the least I can do. All right, so we are waiting on Tom Murphy. He is sitting through a press conference with Coach Pittman currently, and he will be along as soon as he is available. So we will be talking to him in the not-too-distant future. I think they're still talking because I see a a tweet about Pittman and social distancing, and he says everybody understands that we need to keep a distance. I don't go out because of the virus trying to be educated. It's hard because I enjoy being around people. Yes. Um, So... Yeah, we found out this morning. Deal uh, terms on Tom Brady's deal? Two years, $50 million. So he basically got the Drew Brees deal. The Drew Brees deal. Which is good. And like we talked about the other day, look, he could have pushed for more money, I'm sure. And Drew Brees could have as well. These guys are running out of window. They want to run to a championship next year. I mean, they may Mm -hmm. only have a season left. They both got two-year deals, but you never know. So they want to try to have an opportunity to win. I want to encourage anybody that wants to call in. we got open phones. What the heck? you got a question, comment, or snide remark? Come on with it. 433-1037. Other news out there, if you missed it, Sean Payton has tested positive. Speaking of the Saints, as we were a moment ago, he's the first person in the NFL positive for coronavirus. Had a couple more diagnoses in the NBA as well. Marcus Smart among them, the Boston Celtics guard. So he's encouraging everybody to chill out. And he's he's doing what you were saying to Hunter Yurchek. He's encouraging other young oh. people, don't take this for granted, don't be stupid. I think that's something maybe the university could look into, almost like a, a public service announcement from some of their their their, their Hey, everybody, players. I'm Isaiah Joe. I'm staying in with all my family. We're hanging out and playing tiddlywinks. Yes. I encourage you to do the same. Yes. You're right. Don't be dumb. Don't be dumb. <laughs> I don't think you have to say it quite like that. <laughs> no, I think blunt works with kids sometimes. Um, Buccaneers, by the way, and we'll get some calls lined up here in a second. Supply and demand. Well, that's pretty simple. Uh, there's an increase in Buccaneers ticket prices. How weird. 
Who would have thought? The increase ranges from $135 to $255 each based on 10 home games for the regular season and preseason. This according to TheAthletic.com. So about 15% for non-club seats. And they're saying that they're, uh, the Buccaneers are having players reach out to them that want to come play for them. When's the last time someone wanted to be a Buccaneer that wasn't traded or drafted to be a Buccaneer? Probably, now they want to. Probably the year after they won the Super Bowl. Probably. You know? Back when Gruden was the coach? Yeah. And, and yeah, it was ooh, a long time ago. Um, we've got some info as well. This is interesting, and we can talk to Clint about this at the bottom of the hour. The quarterback who's been lighting up the XFL is getting some NFL attention. Houston Roughnecks quarterback P.J. Walker, who played at oh. Temple and has been a real star, dual-threat quarterback down there for their shortened season, is getting some interest. He's 25 years old, 15 touchdowns, four interceptions, and he led Houston to the only undefeated start in the XFL this year. So he may get uh, an opportunity at the next level. That's great to see. Did he, he was in the NFL for a short period of time as a backup, is that right? Did P.J. Walker ever get in the NFL? Colts practice squad. Okay, I, uh, I knew he, uh, there was some place that he, uh, I remembered his name. Um, yesterday, our poll question, remember, we asked who would have more wins next season, New England or Tampa Bay? You were right. 61% believe Tampa Bay will have more wins than the New England Patriots. Well, I listened to the guys on ESPN the other day, and all of them were convinced. And um, they kind of talked down to people who would argue otherwise. There are a lot of unknowns in New England. And the only thing that I would say to try to defend New England is their conference. Their conference is weaker than the NFC South. And we said the South's going to be brutal. You look at the Saints. You look at Atlanta. They got Gurley today. I think Gurley's washed up. I don't know how big of a signing it is, but – who knows? Maybe Gurley comes back healthy. and The risk-reward play. Exactly. Let probably. me counter your argument immediately. The Patriots have the hardest schedule in the NFL. Okay. Then thank you. That debunked that real quickly. So their non-division well, must be really tough. Well, you think about it. that they, As a team that finished first place in their division, they're going to have a first-place schedule. Tampa Bay finished in... 80th? Fourth, no, in, in the South last year. It was the Saints. Then, Were they above the Falcons? I don't know. Yeah, I think second maybe. Second, they they finished seven and nine. Was that second in the South? The Panthers kind of sucked it up. Yeah, Panthers are bad. Yeah, that okay. Might have been. They may so have been second. They, they have a second place schedule. It was not definitely this. Yeah, okay. it was the Saints and three also Rams. But Tampa was competitive for most of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a stat too, I, and I I'm ninety percent sure this is right. So I'm gonna say it because it's not about the coronavirus, so it doesn't matter if I'm wrong. Jameis Winston is the first quarterback since 1970. To lead the league in passing and then get traded or moved on. Did it name the other one? Uh, you have to go back and look at the annals of time. I'll try to dig up the sheet. I've got it on a piece of paper somewhere. Throw through some calls here. Ethan's and Atkins. What's up, buddy? Hey, not much, man. Hey, uh, first off, Justin, I just want to tell you, uh, being the program director, and I know you don't tell the other guys what to do on their shows, but I enjoy every show and the information you guys are putting out. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, well, this I mean, is our, and I know our duty it's for once. Be, right. It's got to be a tough job being a sports talk radio program and no sports. It but. isn't now, but check <laughs> me back in about three weeks. when we're talk- If we have this exact same scenario and kids are still out of school, sports are still not happening, there isn't much to update, yeah, it's going to be tough then. This week has not been that bad. I don't think next week's going to be terribly difficult either because we're going to be monitoring closely what's going on with the virus. But, yeah, three, four weeks from now, it'll be tough. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and, and it might be, but you guys are doing a good job. But also – I just wanted to give you guys a little hope and a little uh, good news today. Okay. Please. It is it is not raining where I'm at. It's not raining here either, which is great. Hey, I'm telling you, boy, I, I mean, you know, we get the rain, we get the tornadoes last night. It seems like everything is going wrong. 
we're going to come out on the other side. There ain't no doubt. I have no idea when it'll be, but we're going to come out on the other side. Until then, keep it tuned to the zone. All right, very good. Ethan, I appreciate you, buddy. Take care. Let's run out to Benton and check in with Boyd. Welcome, Boyd. Wow. How are you fellas doing this morning? Well, I think we're doing fine. How are you? Well, I think everybody but West is doing fine. You know, I hadn't got to call in and pick on West in a while. Please but do. I just got to. Well, he deserves to be picked on since he's from <coughs> Texas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, uh, just quick, uh, Justin, you said we could have a snide remark. So this is tongue and cheek just for West. Go. West Moore. Oh, boy, this is. I'm lying here, but anyway. Wes Moore is the most positive person I have ever heard in the sports world. Oh, man, I'm getting sick and going to throw up now. Uh, <laughs> Don't cough on me. Stay uh, back. Uh, Justin Acre is the best outside of Steve Sullivan. Also a lie. All right. Uh, roll. Keep who it going. Said that, who said that was a lie? I did. Oh, well, Justin, you're pretty good there, I tell you for sure. Thank you, buddy. Uh, but uh, anyway, this coronavirus thing. Uh, this come from China. This ain't nothing but a start of a stinking old war. And uh, there ain't nothing to it. We're going to be over it in about three weeks, and we're going to move on no matter what Wes says. And I'll hang up, and uh, Wes, I do love to pick on you. You are all right in my mind. Thanks, boy. But anyway. Thank you, brother. Good. Take care. Keep on keeping on. Good pick-me-up right there. Yeah, that was real good. I love a guy to call in and uh, ridicule Wes. Wes, that's good. Uh, look, I don't know about all that, but I hope he's right on the three-week uh, estimation I take it. What's up, Lee? Hey. Good Friday uh, to you, my friend. Yeah, same to you, man. Uh, anybody got into toilet paper? Yeah, we got some here. Oh, that's good, man. Because if he was out, I got some corn cobs. <laughs> I don't want to go that route. That's, that's what, you, ever seen a, uh, you ever seen a schnauzer wipe its back end out in the front yard? It'll just sit down and then just pull itself along the ground to wipe its backside. I'm starting to use that technique a little bit. It's pretty effective. Well, you can yeah, have pretty strong forearms, of, but you 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 can beat that, man. You get some uh, good old fresh uh, paper sack. Okay. I mean, you know, and 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 we that's what we used to have, man. We used to have the paper sack, man, and then on weekends, like we had newspaper, man. That was a privilege, man. It was something special. Yeah, you don't have those anymore. Yeah. You got to use iPads now, Lee. We're all out of uh, newspaper. Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. And 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 then you take bath every Saturday. You know, mm-hmm. take a bath on Saturday. Use Right God. That, that was the cheapest deodorant, the best because you didn't have to put it on the left. It says right there on the can, Right God. You know, but it's seen that you don't have to use it on the left. I don't guess. I guess not. Well, I was always more of a. Uh, what was it? Uh, secret. Strong enough for a man, but made for a woman. Yeah. I like to put that to the test. Yeah, okay, man. All right, Lee. All hang right. in there, babe. Appreciate you, buddy. All right, let's go to the Brandon Moving Storage Hotline. Oh, we're getting weird up in here on a Friday, Tom better? Murphy. You feel better after Ain't doing no that? Ain't no doubt. I'm just, look, we're feeling a little stir crazy. <laughs> Clearly, the callers are too. Tom Murphy, what do you say, buddy? I say the guy that was two, two before me, he, uh, Y'all remember Roy D. Mercer and oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Frank guy? That, he sounded like him a little bit. He did a little bit. Boyd? Yep. So, Tom, you just got out of the presser with uh, Coach Pittman. What were the headlines? 
Yeah, I actually just switched over. It was still rolling. Thank you. Um, well, there's some health stuff. Felipe Frank's ankle looking good and K.J. Jefferson's shoulder surgery. Sam Pittman said that had they started their drills on Monday, they felt both those guys would have been going. Um, there's some other injuries like Ty Clary, Dalton Wagner on the O-line, had some labrum uh, surgery, tightened up shoulders. Same with uh, Hayden Henry, which we you know knew about him from that hit in the Colorado State game that he kept on playing through until late in the season. And then Bumper Poole, something with his back. So he had some kind of a back surgery. But his pronouncement was this. By August the 1st, they felt like everyone on the entire roster would be ready to go, which you don't quite you don't often have years where the, the full roster is, is ready to go. Not, not all those guys would be close to you know a hundred percent, but well you know well into the nineties I would think. So um, from a health standpoint, pretty good. Obviously, the concerns are when are you going to start practicing, and when you do, you know, are, are you going to get your full fifteen of spring in, which may be in May or June. And, you know, what are his concerns about basically rolling the ball out in early August and saying now it's time to get ready for the season with nothing before that? I mean, they've got to have some conditioning and, and you know, weight work before they even get going. Yeah, we so, had Coach. Uh, Arkansas is a little, little behind the eight ball there. We had Hunter Yurchek on uh, just a few minutes ago, and that's one of his concerns. He said, and, and you can't. He said, we can't. We've got to have some kind of form of conditioning before they can get back in here and start practicing or start the season, we have to do something. And, and, and that's maybe if we get the coronavirus taken care of, then maybe they can have some summer workouts or some summer practices. They got to have something he said before they go to fall camp. And, th- and that, that only yeah, makes absolutely. sense. What are, what are they telling the, their, their student athletes to do right now? The football players to do right now, because gyms they're closed. So unless they have a, right. a home gym, do they have some kind of, routine workout routine that they're uh, encouraging the guys to do in the meantime yes um they they are sam said they're facetiming they're in constant contact i mean daily contact uh, i think he said 80 percent of all their players have gone back home and the other 20 percent they're not on campus but they're you know living uh living in town and it, for some of them being in Fayetteville right now is safer than going to their hometown so uh, just just contact you know, there's some guys they want gaining weight. I mean, like, for instance, Myron Cunningham, the tackle, I think he played at about 280, and Sam was just on the call today saying we need him up around 300, 310 just to deal with big guys in this league. And he goes, this is a big guy league, and he believes in having big guys on both your offensive and defensive line. So uh, there's guys that you want to gain weight, but you want it to be good weight. And he's like, hey, we just have to have a little bit of faith that they want to be as good as we want them to be. And I'm certain that not 100% of these guys are going to come back weighing what they want them to weigh. Some guys are going to gain bad weight. Uh, But that's why you need that run-up, the conditioning run-up, before you really start getting after it. But I think today's players are very well aware of what diet and exercise you need to to maintain to to be at your peak when you begin physical activity. And – uh, so the diet part is going to be critical for so many of them because when you're on campus, mm-hmm. you've got the nutritionist and you've got the people within the department uh, talking to you daily about you know you know your your health and your in your diet. So um, it's just another trying part of of what we're all going through that every university on 
you know, every college in, in the country is going to face. We are all at risk of putting on bad weight right now, Tom. We've got to be cognizant. <laughs> yeah, I've been um, I've been watching YouTube videos and working out and doing stuff more than I have usually. So I I, I feel pretty good. You you can't allow yourself to get into the doldrums of of feeling captive at home. Um, and so I go out in the yard with the dog and run around, and and then I do videos in front of my TV just to stay active and get sweat going. So the health of uh, Franks and KJ, how are they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, both of them. I think he said they're not 100%. They're probably 90 to 95. So, I mean, you can be practicing, as he mentioned, at 90 to 95, and that's just good news. I mean, um, we, we saw the injury Franks suffered last season, and um, obviously KJ with the late later in the season shoulder issue, but he thinks they're both going to be okay, and uh, he's talked about how Franks is showing leadership and kind of in guiding KJ along. I mean, he's older, and he could be a mentor, and and I hope those guys see that that way. Um, and then he also mentioned that um, uh, Lindsey and John Steven are both, you know, working their butts off too. So he likes what's going on in the quarterback room. What are they doing recruiting-wise? Getting after it. He said the last three days they have hammered. I, he used the word. Uh, uh, I can't remember the exact word, but it was a great verb. I'm a good verb guy. On the last, uh, on 2022, they have hammered on 2022 um, and doing whatever, you know, is within the regulations that you can do as far as contact with those kids. They're trying to stay out front. And what he said today was that they've off- offered some kids in the last couple of days that has led to other SEC schools or other big schools giving those kids offers. He said they want to be ahead of people you know, not following up. So that's where they want to be. He understands the value of recruiting, so they're trying to work forward a little bit. Tom, off Razorback topic, um, Gurley to the Falcons. Wes said washed up. <laughs> what do you think? Wes said washed up at 25, really? Yeah. Um, he, did you watch had, him run last you know, year? I, I did watch him run. He wasn't quite the same, but he was coming off. Didn't he have a knee in the in the middle of the season? So – I, I I think that he's just a great weapon. The NFC South is going to be pretty loaded. It looks to me like of all the divisions, the NFC South is really getting after it as much as any this offseason. So it's going to be lit. Um, I do have to question Tom Brady. Do you really want to play the Atlanta Falcons twice every year? That's what That was what my question to him would be. Only, only unless they're going to let him play him four times a year. <laughs> no. No, he knows we're coming back on him. Hey, listen, that division just got ramped up a whole bunch, Tom. You and I can agree on that. Oh, yeah. That's what I was just saying, that the Saints are not, not going anywhere. Um, as soon as Sean comes back from the, the virus, I suppose, and the, the Bucks looks like they're really getting after it. And we've had the conversation before. Matt Rule to the Panthers, huh. I think that's an upgrade. So, um, yeah, our division is getting serious. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Okay, what else? Uh, Razorback-related, anything else from, from today? No, I mean, t- today Sam Pittman was the only teleconference. And, you know, I do appreciate the U of A folks. They understand that in this time with uh, not a lot of sports happening, that their stories can get out there more effectively. And they've had, they had four, tele- four co- coaches on Wednesday. They had Eric Musselman on yesterday. They had Sam Pittman today. They're going to take a little bit of a break. They're going to treat next week as a spring break week. 
Now, I'm hoping that the football players and well, all the athletes on campus don't get crazy and go go to these hot spots or, you know, expose themselves to to the to the virus. So, um, and then after that, we'll see what what that brings us the week after Arkansas spring break. But we're going to keep the stories rolling in the ADG. I, I suggest people yeah. would be wise to to keep reading our paper and subscribing and doing their iPad thing down in Little Rock. I do it every single morning. It's the way I start my day over a cup of coffee, and I appreciate you. I'll leave you with this. Ethan just sent in a text, which might be the best communication I've ever had with Ethan in all the years he's been listening to the show. He said the Falcons can spot Brady 25, and he'll still come back and beat him. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a real stale joke, Ethan. Okay? Later, later boy. <laughs> I don't know what I like better, the comment or the reaction. Yeah. Tom, you're the best, buddy. We appreciate you, man. Have a good weekend. Stay safe, brother. All right, later. Go pop it. All right, buddy. <laughs> Is that a little Orgeron accent in there? Did he throw a little? <laughs> I never heard him react like that before. It made me laugh my head off. Oh, shoot. That's hilarious. What's up, Joey? Hey, how y'all been? Good, buddy. Good. Hanging in there. Hey, I just wanted to find out the uh, NFL schedule. Y'all said New England's got the hardest one in their division because they finished first. But Miami finished almost dead last. They may have finished last in their division. But they got almost the identical schedule that New England has, except for maybe two games. So how does that really play out? Well, my – here's the way it's supposed to be. I'm not sure about that. But if you finish first, you play the first-place team in two other conferences. Now, if you're – everybody in the NFC, AFC East, New England, Buffalo, the Jets, and Miami, will play the same other conference. So there would be – you're right, two other games that are different – but Miami, by finishing fourth in the East, would be playing the fourth-place team in those two other divisions. That's where the difference is. Oh, guys, I was kind of curious like, how much harder their schedule really was because it didn't seem much harder. No, you're so right. Like, it's just mainly two different games because you have a set rotation of the games every year in the NFL, how you play certain other divisions in the AFC and in the NFC. So the, each team in that division will be playing the same teams, but there are two other games where the first place team will be playing another first place team from a different division. Well, then I got to call up and apologize to my mom because she was right and I was wrong. Ooh. <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate it, guys. All right, Thank brother. You. Take See care, you, Joey. Yeah, they got some kind of formula. Guadney has a great formula right now, and it's by producing great deals and hopes that you'll take advantage of it right now. First time ever, it's the Chevrolet Cares Program. 0% financing for 84 months. That's on all the 2019s and the select 2020s like the Equinox, the Silverados, the Trax, 2020s and 2019s. 0% financing for 84 months and six months without payments. Think about that. If you buy one of these brand-new Silverado trucks, the 2020, let's say it's going to be a payment of about $700 a month. Well, 700 times six, that's $4,200 that can save you over these next six months. If you have to have a new car right now, you need a new car, you want to take advantage of these deals, 0% financing for 84 months. That can save you a lot right there. But then the six months without payments, Great deals at Guatney Chevrolet. Go to GuatneyChevrolet.com. You can see all of their inventory. You can see what 2019s they have. You can go look at the 2020 Equinox, the 2020 Trax, the 2020 Silverados, and take advantage of these deals. It's Guatney Chevrolet in the website, GuatneyChevrolet.com. Clint Stern will join us momentarily from Houston. A lot of free agency moves related to the NFL, and business does continue. 
thankfully. In seclusion with social distancing. Oh, look outside. We got got a few people out there pizza, grabbing yeah. pizza. And they're staying six feet apart. We're going to get Christian a uh, pizza pie from The Rock Brick Oven Pizza. Holy the truck is cow. set up curbside here at the Buzz Studio 2400 Cottondale Lane. That dude is hammering that pizza. It's really good. And, again, I suggest you come over, you grab a few. They're 10 bucks a pop, I think. Come over, grab a few, and uh, enjoy them for the weekend. Clint's giving you the Heisman, huh? I'm going to text him. You ready, Roll? I'm going to watch these guys eat and get hungry. You already ate. Oh, you had an apple. an apple. Come on now. That was a snack. I had a uh, Reuben. So I went by Stratton's Market the other day, Wes, when I was out for a jog, and I was looking for some bread. Guess what? They didn't have any bread out. They were down to buns. And then I was leaving, and this guy pops out. And he said, hey, hey, you want a loaf of marble rye? I'm like, well, hell yeah. So I bought me a beautiful loaf of Rotella's Bakery Marble Rye. Get some corned beef, some Swiss, some kraut, some thousand. Boom. Bam. Hey, if you can't go to Oklahoma, baby, you got to make your own Rubens at home. Look out. Delish. We had taco Thursday last night. It was pretty good. You had Taco Thursday? Taco Thursday. Oh, I love Taco Thursday. And my wife has found, uh, we got it at Kroger's. It's a mix for banana pudding. It's like grandma's homemade mix. Oh, my goodness. We've been putting the vanilla wafers in there, doing the mix-up, the bananas, letting it sit in the refrigerator for eight hours. I like banana pudding a lot. Let me it give you a good. Let me give you a show with no name question. Banana pudding, banana foster, bread pudding. Where are you going? Boom. You got to marry one, kill one. Uh, I, I no, love sorry. bread pudding, but the f- problem is there's not a lot of good bread puddings. But there's a lot of Let's knock-offs. assume it's good bread pudding. Fresh oh, bread pudding. If it's good bread pudding, good banana pudding, oh, good bananas foster, where are you going? Bread pudding. I'm with you, Yeah, and I like them all. I Let me, uh, a quick story, and I know we have uh, plenty of time, so I don't even have to make it quick. See if you can make this last till Monday. Okay, back in uh, 2004. Four, I want to say I went to Ole Miss, Oxford, to cover the Razorbacks oh, play. Uh, yeah, Ole Miss. And they had the best bread pudding I've ever had in my life. Where? It, at the stadium. Get out of here. I think Tom Murphy could vouch. Get Tom back on here. I think he can vouch. I think we've talked about this. Best bread pudding I've ever had at Oxford in well, the stadium. I can't at argue the whether or not it's the best bread pudding you've ever had, but I would argue whether or not it's the best bread pudding there is. I think it's the best. Uh, Keith Jackson. Keith Jackson will vouch for me. How many places we have, have you eaten bread pudding in New Orleans? All over. That's what I would have figured. And it doesn't match. It was the best ever. Two years later, I went back. That was a terrible game. Nobody cared. I went back to cover that game for the bread pudding. Can you get it? Two years later, I went back for the bread pudding. They, they didn't changed have it? service providers, uh, and the lady wasn't there to make the bread pudding. So it was homemade. It was devastating, yes. I bet it was pretty fantastic. Yeah, if I made homemade bread pudding, I bet it'd be pretty fire. If you made that, that's one where if you make it in small portions, because a lot of times you'll see it in a buffet, and there's like it's like 8,000 portions, and it's gross and uh, yucky. And uh, Yeah, but if you get it homemade or get it small batched with uh, nice rum sauce, oh, buddy. Uh, I tell you, I had the best Bananas Foster I've ever had at um, the Palace. On uh, Canal mm-hmm. this last year. It's really good. The French do desserts, don't they? Wee oui, wee. Oui. Mm-hmm. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Uh, coming up in just a few minutes, we're going to talk to Mark Todd from Dorsey and Company. There is some news about filing your taxes, I understand. There's going to be a little bit of uh, grace period. So we'll get details on that. They are the sponsor of our Steve Shields segment. So we appreciate Mark coming on with us in a few minutes. If you want to weigh in for the next couple of minutes, 433 433- 
103.7. Also at 12.05, Matt Stell, who is an outstanding musician from right here in the state of Arkansas, has relocated to Nashville, and he, like all other musicians, are on hold right now. So what are you doing to pass the time? My understanding is Matt's going to be doing some social media live music tonight. And so we'll get some details on that and also what his best bets are. Christian, a little thin in the movie department this week. Do we have anything? I don't I don't think we do. There are movies released. I saw it in the in the Democrat Gazette How? today. There are smaller budget, smaller release movies, so I doubt if we'll get all those here. I will also say tonight, if you're looking for something to do and you didn't go to the theater to see it like I did not, and I'm glad I didn't now, Invisible Man is being released on streaming today earlier than expected. So I wanted to see that. It's gotten great reviews from critics and fans alike. So we will look forward to that tonight. If new movies are released, how do people go see them at this current time? Though? That's a great question. I guess they can. Is there? There's nothing open here, right? You can't. There's. Yeah. I don't know of any theaters that are open, but I guess I haven't really looked hard into it. I was just monitoring restaurants mostly. Also, this is the most exciting thing we got left. With all due respect to uh, the other guests. Seth Greenberg, Wes, is going to join us at 1240 from ESPN. Look at you. ESPN is releasing a bracket tonight. It's the greatest college basketball players of all time bracket. It'll be unveiled at 7 o'clock on ESPN. I assume that's Eastern, so maybe 6 o'clock. I'll find out. We'll ask uh, Coach. But that'll be fun. We'll talk to him about that. And who would have awesome. been his player of the year? Who does he think would have won the national title? What's he doing in the meantime now that we got no basketball? And what a bummer this is right now. Quick call from Kirk, and then we'll take a timeout and come back and uh, find out what's going on with text time. Hey, Kirk. Hey, man. What's up? How you today? Great, buddy. What's going on? Well, I'm mad at our governor, and I just want to call and grab him out. Okay. He, uh, he, during his press conference yesterday, he told everybody that they need to get out and enjoy the Arkansas State Parks and go fishing and all that good noise. And then... They closed all the campgrounds at all the state parks. They did? Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. I guess they're trying to create social distancing. They want you to go enjoy them but not stay there? I guess. I don't know. They didn't give a reason. But, I mean, how much further can you get than 200 yards to the next campsite? That's a good point. (laughs) Can you, uh, I wonder if you can rent those cabins up at, like, Petty Jean and, and those other places. Well, we go down to Lake Marisac on spring break, and we had our reservations for our campsite, and they just sent us a cancellation notice yesterday, and then I checked on it. And But I just thought that was kind of crappy thing to do is tell everybody get out and enjoy the state parks and make it where you can't stay at the state park. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a good point. It's a good point. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, and uh, make the best of it, my friend. Well, thanks for the form. All right, buddy. Like I, yeah, I appreciate Bye-bye. the call. And I think, look, we've all been very, um, I think. Inconvenienced? Well, no, I was going to say we've been very um, impressed, uh, um, appreciative of the governor being out in front of this from a statewide standpoint every day with his briefing. And I think it's been helpful. But, yeah, that's one of those things. Look, here's the deal, too. I can tell you this for a fact. I know this for a fact that the governor sometimes has to, just like every other legislator has to. You've got to pull for things and root for things and make things happen that you don't necessarily personally want to see happen, but you feel like it's for the greater good. I know for a fact the governor was at a restaurant a few nights ago, and I guarantee you he didn't want to give up going out to great local restaurants, but for the greater good, he made that call. I know for a fact the governor loves high school basketball and wanted to see these championships happen, but the governor made the call for the greater good. 
I know for a fact that we want to update you on what's going on with the tax code and what kind of breaks you might get if you haven't filed yours yet and if you might get an extension. And I know for a fact we're going to take a break and come back and tell you exactly that. And also, Clint Sterner says he's sick. He's in the ER. Oh, boy. That's bad news. Hope it's nothing hmm. real serious. The in, no, I'm not going to go there. I think I just violated HIPAA. No, he volunteered that information. Yeah, to well, it would have been nice if. Uh, I don't know if you should have spouted out on national, on local radio. Yeah, well, worldwide radio, Wes. We're available on the That's internet. That's true, internet. Uh, by the way, I was going to mention, I forgot to do it earlier, but since we just talked about the basketball games, the AAA has extended the dead period to mirror what's going on with the schools. No contact with coaches. You can't go to the weight room. You can't use the facilities until April 17th. So treat this like the summer two-week dead period. It's been extended to April 17th also. All right. Um, I'm, really looking, I'm actually looking forward to a jog today. Can you believe that? What's wrong with me? Look what this thing has done to me. Well, it's changing when, everybody. I'm going to do push-ups, yeah. sit-ups. I do have some 25-pound dumbbells. Oh, that's good. And uh, I'm going to run a little bit. I'm going to go buy some 50s and a bench, I think. I've given up. I think it's going to be I think it's going to be weeks mm-hmm. before gyms are open again, yeah. so I'm going to have to make do. And it may cost a few hundred bucks, but a couple hundred bucks. I don't know what what's a bench cost, you think? Oh, I wouldn't think it's a couple hundred. With a fifth, can, couple 50-pound yeah, weights. Yeah, you can get the 50-pound weights, you know, what about 40 bucks for those and then you can get a bench for about 4. I bet you can spend about 100 bucks. You think so? Yeah, I think so. I'll, I'll report that's back it, to you on that. Yeah, I was about to say that's a good assignment for I you. I would let's, love to let's see, see what we can do for a, a limited amount of money. I'd love to see Academy Sports and some others who are providers step up at this time and try to give some discounts for people who have to try to make do in the mm-hmm. meantime while their gyms are closed. I saw a great online video oh, yesterday, wow. and a guy, and I think that's all he had was 20-pound weights, and he's doing a lot of different squats and lunges and stuff with it. And, mm-hmm. you know, you may have to go lower weight, higher reps, but then again, that gets the heartbeat going faster anyway, so right. that may be good for you. Mm-hmm. Lean you up. Sure. It's all good in theory. I've heard from about 5,000 callers that state parks are not closed. We didn't say the state parks are closed. He said the campgrounds were. Oh, okay. So... Yeah, let's clarify that. This guy said he, and, and maybe we can double check that. Can you, I don't know, is there, I guess the State Parks state website. Parks. Yeah. Check on the campgrounds if you could, Christian, do a little research on that. That's good. Yeah, we definitely want to pass along good information. So I didn't know if that's, I mean, that's, again, that's the miracle and the curse of live radio. You can't really fact check in the middle of a segment. He said the campgrounds, not the actual parks themselves. So we'll check on that. Uh, I know one thing that's open is Sanders Ground Essentials because they want to make sure your lawn is being taken care of this time of year. And regardless of what's going on in the world around us, this is something they can do in a safe way while maintaining plenty of social distancing. 501-315-9395. SandersGround.com. Give them a like on Facebook. They want your business. They want a chance to meet you, maybe just by phone this time of year uh, with everything going on. But they can definitely take care of your lawn and make it lush and green and healthy and beautiful. And it is Sanders Ground Essentials. Call them today at 501-315-9395, online at sandersground.com. Again, all over central Arkansas, beautifying this area, one lawn at a time. Back in a sec. It's updated as of today. As of today, special restrictions and considerations regarding COVID-19. Here we go. Uh, I'm reading this right off the Arkansas State Parks website. So for the gentleman that just called in, I'm sorry that you were impacted negatively and that you got your campsite canceled. But according to this, state parks are open, and there's more open than I thought there would be. 
It says, uh, to protect our staff, scheduled programming canceled through May 13th. Parks remain free to enter and enjoy. Visitor center accessible for camping and lodging check-in and trail access, but exhibits and gift shops are going to be closed, and all the park playgrounds are closed. Park restaurants were open for carry-out only. Campgrounds within the parks remain open. It says they operate a variety of campsites that range from primitive backcountry locations to those with full sewer hookups. We're taking recommended precautions from the CDC to maintain clean and sanitary public spaces. Guests in self-contained RV units can take advantage of sewer hookups. So, And also, the golf courses at DeGray and Village Creek State Parks remain open. So if you're looking for a place to play... There you go. Now, Village Creek is the one over in Wynn, correct? Have you played that course? I have not. Wes, there are three nines, and the nine I played I think is the hardest one. It's the hardest mother I've ever played in my whole life. <laughs> it is the hardest nine-hole golf course I've ever played. I was like, well, this sucks. It is brutal. People talk a lot about uh, the one down in El Dorado, yeah. Mystic Creek, and it's hard. But this this course is harder. The greens might be a little tougher, Mystic, but my goodness. We need to go over there and play all 27 someday. Was it tight? Or what made it so difficult? I don't remember now because it's been a couple years. Pigskin and I went over there and played. It was brutal. And they have cabins too, which I don't know. I'd have to double check and see if they're open. But they have cabins also where you can stay at on site. Now, that's one where you'd want to pack all your stuff and bring it. There isn't much around there. But if you just want to do a guy's trip and just do nothing but play golf, eat steaks, drink beers, and hang out, that's your spot, dude. Mm. Be a pretty cool deal. Let's go to the uh, – and we'll take some phone calls here in a second. We're going to go to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline right now talk to Mark Todd. He is the managing partner with Dorsey & Company. You hear his name and his company's name mentioned, at least his company, uh, when Steve Shields is on with us each week. And that's really the highlight of the whole segment, let's be honest with you. Uh, Mark, welcome. How are you? What's going on? I'm good, guys. How are you? We're pretty good considering everything that's happening in the world today. Uh, I'm watching guys outside happily eating pizza from our friends at the Rock Brick Oven Pizza. So there's a little upside. Put a smile on your face. Um, let's talk about tax time, and we are coming up on the deadline, or at least the traditional deadline. We're about well, a little less than a month away. What's the scoop on what's happening right now? Well, the situation is pretty fluid. Uh, just today they announced the extension of the filing deadline. They had previously announced the extension of the payment deadline, but we're still requiring people to file by April 15th. And now uh, we have the option to file as late as July 15th. Um, but but with that said, um, you know, for people that need cash and think that they're due a refund, you know, there's still the option to go ahead and file now or file by the, by the April 15th uh, deadline and kind of get that process started to get the refund flowing. Does that create any kind of special challenges for people in your industry? Well, you know, we're reducing contact with clients, and so that um, does present a little bit of a challenge, but we also do a lot of our work remotely. Um, we have full online capabilities to um, communicate and transact with clients, um, you know, over the Internet. And so right now we have kind of reduced our office to, I guess, what we'd call our version of curbside service. We have <laughs> our lobby lobby open, but, yep. um, you know, not bringing people back to the offices for meetings. But um, certainly we're trying to be part of the solution and help people get filed and get their refunds um, when, they're, when they're available to them. This filing deadline, is this federal and state? You know, I've seen the, the guidance from the federal uh, level, but uh, I assume the state of Arkansas will follow that. They usually do, but um, I haven't seen anything definitive from, from Arkansas on that yet. What kind of challenges does this mean uh, by extending the deadline? Are there any uh, negatives to this? 
Uh, no, I, I don't think so. I mean, I think it, it gives people more time, and certainly at a time like this, um, the focus needs to be on health and safety and not necessarily on taxes. But, um, you know, just provide some optionality, and given um, kind of restriction of movement and restriction of gathering, um, you know, I think it just makes it easier on everybody. Talking to Mark Todd from Dorsey & Company, certified public accountants, and uh, you guys deal with, I assume, every everybody. I mean, you've got business clients, you've got uh, individual clients as well. Yeah, we, we have a, a heavy presence in the small business community here in, in Little Rock and, and also all through central Arkansas. And um, certainly that community has been, you know, disproportionately impacted here on the front edge of this. And so we have a lot of restaurant clients that are, you know, reducing service, reducing hours, and a lot of employees from those restaurants have been affected in particular. So um, we're certainly trying to help our clients kind of deal with that fallout and look forward to the recovery. And speaking of the recovery, what do you think as far as taxes could we see for in future years? Could there be breaks for the taxes, uh, do different uh, laws that are put in to help people with their taxes in, in years to come because of all the money that's going to be lost this year? Yeah, I mean, it could go either way. Certainly, um, you know, right now the Congress is considering a package, uh, you know, announced uh, initially by Treasury Secretary Mnuchin, um, I think now it's being sponsored by McConnell, um, talking about immediate tax or immediate cash payment to individuals um, that could be as early as next month um, if they can get that legislation negotiated and passed. Um, in terms of what that means in the future beyond that, it's really difficult to say, but I think that's certainly an option. Mark, when you are doing taxes for people who have particularly difficult, um, you know, income, I guess, to figure. Let's just use Roger Scott as an example. We'll just call call somebody Roger Scott, just for example, right. okay? Let's randomly grab that name out of the air. So you got your legitimate income you make from your job. You get uh, you get benefits from a movie that maybe you did called Antiquities, and you're continuing to get residuals off of that. you got to figure that in. Um, and then all the money you get under the table from clients that you butter up uh, behind the scenes and, you know, illegally off, off and on the air – um, how do you guys handle all that? That's got to be a challenge. <laughs> Some clients are more complicated than, than others. There you um, go. But, you know, at, at the end of the day, it's just math. And so, <laughs> you know, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll take whatever inputs we can get and, and do our best to make sure that the clients are able to take advantage of whatever opportunities are there for them. How does uh, someone get in touch with you? So we're uh, located here on Rodney Parham Road, uh, just behind Shorty Smalls in Little Rock. Um, we're also on uh, Main Street in Stuttgart and in the Cornerstone uh, Shopping Center in Hot Springs. Um, our main office number is 501-224-0610, and uh, we'll be here in the office as long as they let us. Um, but um, certainly, again, can communicate and interact with clients remotely if we need to. Listen, we appreciate the time. I know you're busy. Uh, good luck with everything. I hope it goes as smoothly as it can, and we will catch up again here soon. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Mark. Good stuff. Mark Todd over at Dorsey & Company. We appreciate them for their support, and we appreciate them helping out the community, including uh, some of the Buzz employees who may or may not have been mentioned today on the show. <laughs> it just shows you what we're dealing with right there. Who would have thought, you know, we'd be living in a time where you're, they're giving you a break on your taxes? You don't have to file until... An extended deadline like that. Well, I guess when you got multi trillions of dollars in debt, you're not real worried about getting people's uh, tax payments in as much as maybe you would be otherwise, and certainly not in this environment. Well, a lot of people are getting breaks. Uh, and I saw a story earlier this morning Young Investments, uh, they own four restaurants. 
they are going to allow those four restaurants rent-free for this month and encouraging that those restaurants to pay their employees that money instead of paying their rent. And they've gone to Facebook and created a campaign encouraging other investment companies that own restaurants or the, the buildings that the restaurants work out of to uh, in, in, encourage them to let them go rent-free for the month so that they can use that money to pl- pay their employees. It's good to see uh, measures like this being taken, gestures like this being taken to help out. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Uh, I was looking for, I still have not found that information about my man, Jameis Winston. I, but again, I think he's the first quarterback that's led the league in passing and then, then moved along. I found it. What was it? Uh, it was Neil Lomax. Neil, Neil Lomax, Lomax of the Cardinals? St. Louis Cardinals. He never led the league in passing. He did. Did he really? In 1987. Yeah, scab it was year. way after 70. So. Scab year. Oh, that is a count. That's a fake year. <laughs> Silly goose. Um, okay, so last full year maybe it was 1970. So other guys hanging out there. Mitchell Trubisky's available. Uh, Andy Dalton. Philip Rivers. Did he? He didn't no, sign with the Colts. He did. did. He? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, former Dolphin. Where's he gonna end up? We know where Brady's gone. Uh, what about Derek Carr? If Mariota's in Vegas. Las Vegas, where does Carr end up? You think? Does he stay? Maybe, and there's a little competition there. Yeah, very little between two very marginal quarterbacks. Thanks for dropping that in. Softball. Come on, grab a pizza. 2400 Cottondale Lane. They're going nuts out there? They're throwing steaks around. Oh, my gosh. He's just reaching to his cooler and tossing steaks to guys. Hang on, Al.